Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King. Today is Thursday, September the 26th, 2019. It is 4 p.m. New York time. That's 1 p.m. Los Angeles time, 9 p.m. in London, 5 a.m. in Tokyo, and 6 a.m. in Sydney, Australia, wherever you are in the world. Thanks for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And Alex, this is a very important day. What is today? Seven years ago today, I and Louise and I together did the first episode of LOA Today. This is the seventh anniversary. And on top of that, this is Louise and my 20th wedding anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary on both accounts. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is, this is a big, big day. I mean, a lot of stuff happened today that was very, very important. So Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I, um, we're going out to dinner tonight. And, uh, oh, what'd you get her? Over the weekend. Well, I got her a, a dozen roses in the color of the roses that we had at the wedding. Nice touch. Mm. I like that. Yeah. I like when guys, you know, let them let you know, okay, I was paying attention, just so you know. Well, I'll tell you (laughs) what. In this particular case, I was paying more attention than she was. Oh. She'd actually (laughs) forgotten which day was our anniversary. I was the one who remembered. Bonus points. (laughs) Here I am doing my part to try to reverse an old stereotype. That is the guys who forget and the women who remember. Well, not so Not today. (laughs) No, but it's all good. Um, and, uh, yeah, 20 years. It's, it, we, we, we kind of looked at each other today and said, wow, really? 20 years? Holy. Dude, God. I'm doing that right now because my birthday's coming up and I'm like, I'm sorry, how old am I? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I don't feel any older, but things keep happening. Like, my little brother is graduating from high school this year and I was like, Jesus. Yeah. I remember when we were watching Blues Clues together. Like, this is crazy. Right? Yeah. Time marches on, and it as does. it marches on, we're we're lear- hopefully we're learning stuff. We're becoming Definitely. who we really wanted to be, who we hope to be coming into this life. Yeah. Um, along those lines, I wanted to bring up a topic that mm-hmm. I've been thinking about doing for some time now, which is the topic of do we notice when we manifest things? Because I I have noticed that we don't. I was going to say we don't. You know, very <laughs> often we don't. In fact, yep. there's there's actually something that was current in the news here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. that I can point to on this score. Okay. And it's something that's kind of, I won't say near and dear to my heart, but it's something that I'm Is it about baseball? Always, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay, because I said you, you said near and dear to your heart, so I was like... Well, that is too, but that's beside <laughs> the point. The point is that um, I have a pretty substantial history that kind of freaks some of our listeners out, but I really have had a lot of success influencing the weather. Mm-hmm. And there was a... Uh, a weather-related incident, I guess you could call it, a pretty, pretty uh, significant one, associated with the presidential campaign here in the U.S. Because okay. one of the minor candidates for the Democratic nomination, Marianne Williamson, who was well mm-hmm. known as a self-help author, has been a self-help author for you know many decades now and has quite a following in that field, um, is a candidate for president. Um, chances are she's not going to get very far with it. Oh, <laughs> but you know, she 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 got she broke the one percent barrier. That's better than many of them did. So you know, mm-hmm. that was something. But uh, about a month ago, when Hurricane Dorian, remember Dorian, yep. was threatening the U.S. and it flattened the Bahamas. It was mm-hmm. Category Five and all that, and it was supposed yep. to 
going racing across Florida and New Orleans was all worried about it. And mm-hmm. um, Cindy Chavez, who lives in Louisiana, says they were tracking it really carefully because they were concerned because obviously they they get hit by that too. Yeah. Um, Marianne Williamson came out in a public statement in actually through Twitter and urged people to use the power of their minds to influence the hurricane. And she got reamed by the media. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, how ridiculous is this? It's scientists have proven the human mind can't control, you know, things like the weather. And uh, uh, anyone who suggests otherwise is crazy and so forth. Interestingly, she actually got a little bit of defense, um, a little bit of, of defending from conservatives who said, well, wait a minute, let's not go too far on that. Because that's pretty much the same thing as prayer. So we're not going to really oh, hammer geez. on that one, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give them some credit. You know, that that's actually, there's some, yeah. there's some validity to that. Um, but nevertheless, she got hammered really, really good on that. And in fact, mm-hmm. Louise told me a story where she and friends of hers from junior high school and high school get together mm-hmm. periodically and they got together for a girl's lunch and they were chatting. And one of her friends, um, made a joke about that ridiculous democratic candidate who claimed that we can control the weather with our minds. Can you believe? I mean, what a silly thing. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a fairly, uh, uh, relevant topic. Well, right. The thing I want to bring up is no one actually noticed what happened with the hurricane. Yes, I know. <laughs> because the hurricane, which was headed straight at New Orleans, mm-hmm. got to the east coast of Florida and did a sharp right-hand turn, went up, brushed the Carolinas just enough to say hello, and then yep. went off into the Atlantic Ocean. It did. And they did that right after Marianne Williamson suggested we use the power of our minds. Now, did the media notice that? No. I mean, they may have noticed it, but they didn't report it. They certainly dismissed it. Because it's positive news, that's why. Well, also, it would prove her point, and they Mm -hmm. can't have that, because how can you ridicule somebody if you have evidence to support what they're saying? Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Now, it's kind of a comical thing, because, you know, this this is fairly typical of what the media does. You know, they they, they go after their conquests, and they don't care what the... You know, nope. what the consequences are. It's not really important. <laughs> They're known for that. As mm-hmm. uh, all sides in politics will tell you, and most listeners will tell you, and most people who listen to the news will tell you. I mean, we all pretty much understand. You know, they're there to sell advertising, and that's about it. <laughs> There's not, not a whole lot of integrity going on there. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but nevertheless, it does point to a very significant thing. People didn't notice. It was right in front of their faces. Mm-hmm didn't notice or if they did notice they dismissed it right and that's my point whenever stuff manifests especially stuff that we're really focused on consciously we have a tendency to ignore it because it violates our programming because it violates mm-hmm. our norms you know things aren't supposed to work that way so therefore it does work that way it, it was an aberration it, mm. it, you know, it was luck it yeah was, you once know, in a lifetime yeah it does that's it, not the way things work and so we can just kind of dismiss it you know right uh, right it's a st- statistical abnormality is what it is mm-hmm. yeah now people who are trying to learn how to be conscious creators mm-hmm. often run into the same problem with their own conscious creating true they create results the result isn't exactly what they were looking for mm-hmm. and so therefore they dismiss it saying well it doesn't work yeah or, or they say well it's working against me Yes, I was just talking about this, like, not even an hour right. ago. Right? Yep. People are always like, oh, the universe must hate me because I didn't get the $50,000 that I was trying to manifest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, calm down, sir. It's only yeah. Tuesday. 
So there's, on the one hand, there's some blaming of the universe, the blaming of mm-hmm. God or whatever. There's this blaming goes, going on. And on the other yep. hand, there's denial going on. This yeah. is not a good combination. No. <laughs> denial, blame, this is not two items you want to go hand in hand. Facts. Right? And yet we do. Mm-hmm. So I guess my first point and my first question is, why do you think we do that? And second, how do we stop doing it? I think it's because we're programmed to believe that automatically. Mm. So that's that's our go-to. That's our default setting. It's a great excuse. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not responsible for it because I'm, I'm programmed that way. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I can't help the way I think. It's my default setting. That's right. Yes. Besides, mm-hmm. I'm in my comfort zone. Don't don't bother me when I'm in my comfort zone. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, yeah, I guess that's that's a pretty strong reason why we, we end up like that. But how do we break out of it? That's really the most important thing. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of people who actually don't want to break out of the comfort zone, first of all, including one raising her hand. <laughs> hey, at least you admit it, though. Not a lot it's of people me. want to admit I'm, it. I'm, I'm people. <laughs> By the way, I was thinking about that earlier. I was saying, gee, I wonder what would happen if Alex ever decided to climb out of her comfort zone. Would I fall into a dead faint? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really sure what would happen. Well, maybe we'll find out. Maybe, maybe we we'll find we'll, out. We'll see. We'll Let's just see. say I'm not holding my breath. But uh, for those people who are trying to you know, <laughs> climb out of that comfort zone, trying to get into a better place, how can we advise them to help get there? Hmm. I think um, we go with the old fail safe, which is work on your vibration, which is mm-hmm. make your make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. Because once you're vibrating, you know, at your highest level, that's how the manifestations come quicker and, and easier, mm. or at least the ones you notice, because you're manifesting anyway, any day. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, that's what I, that was my suggestion. I think that's probably true. It also brings to mind something that Cindy Chavez and I talked about yesterday. Yesterday, of course, mm-hmm. was Neville Day, Neville Goddard yep, Day. Yep. And we were doing chapter seven of The Law and the Promise, which was his final book and kind of his magnum opus. The mm-hmm. topic of the book, of the uh, chapter, the, the chapter title was Moods. And he told two really great stories, especially the first story. The first was one of the best manifestation stories we've ever had. We both agreed. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. I should, heck, let me get out. I'll just read it again because it is such a good story. Okay. And it's, it's partly great because it has a fabulous, I'll call it an affirmation or a mantra in it. That I've actually started using. In fact, I challenged um, listeners who were listening yesterday, let's start using this for a week. Every single night as we go to bed, let's use this for a week and then let's share some stories and see what happens because it's really cool. But anyway, let me read the story to you. Okay. Now, this is a lady that Neville describes as as, uh, having uh, so successfully felt the feeling of her wish fulfilled, she made her mood the character of the night, in his words, frozen in a delightful dream. Mm. So the story goes like this. She says... Most of us read and love fairy tales, but we all know that stories of improbable riches and good fortune are for the, young, the for the delight, excuse me, of the very young. But are they? Well, I want to tell you of something unbelievably wonderful that happened to me through the power of my imagination, and I am not young in years. We live in an age which believes in neither fable nor magic. Now, this was you know, 50, 75 years ago. Right, so right. And yet everything I could possibly want in my wildest daydreams was given to me by the simple use of what you, Neville, teach, that imagining creates reality and that feeling is the secret of imagining. At the time this wonderful thing happened to me, 
I was out of a job and had no family to fall back upon for support. I needed, well, just about everything. Uh, to find a decent job, I needed a car to look for it. And though I had a car, it was so worn out, it was ready to fall apart. Mm. I was behind in my rent. I had no proper clothes to seek a job. And we commented that was really important because at that time, most people had like two dresses. You know, there was right. the everyday dress and the Sunday dress, and that was it. And yep. you didn't have that much. So this was like mm-hmm. a pretty serious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no proper clothes to seek a job. And today, it's no fun for a woman of 55 to apply for a job of any kind. Funny mm. things don't change. Yeah. <laughs> My bank account was almost depleted, and there was no friend to whom I could turn. But I had been attending your, Neville's, lectures for about a year, and my desperation forced me to put my imagination to the test. Indeed, I had nothing to lose. It was natural for me, I suppose, to begin my imagining myself having everything I needed, but I needed so many things, and in such short order, that I found myself exhausted when I finally got through the list. (laughs) (laughs) Something I can identify with. Yep. And by the time, let's see, I lost my spot here. Um, I got through the list. Oh, and by that time, I was so nervous I could not sleep. Mm. He recommends doing it at night. Mm-hmm. Now, one lecture night, I heard you tell of an artist who captured the feeling or word, as you called it, of isn't it wonderful in his personal experience. So I began to apply this idea to my case. Instead of thinking of and imagining every article I needed, I tried to capture the feeling that something wonderful was happening to me. Not tomorrow, not next week, but right now. I would say over and over to myself as I fell asleep, and here is the phrase, isn't it wonderful something marvelous is happening to me now? Mm, I like that. Isn't that a good phrase? Mm -hmm. Isn't it wonderful something marvelous is happening to me now? Mm -hmm. And as I fell asleep, I would feel the way I would expect to feel under such circumstances. I repeated that imaginary action feeling for two months, night after night. And one day in early October, I met a casual friend I hadn't seen for months who informed me he was about to leave on a trip to New York. I had lived in New York many years ago, and we talked of the city a few moments and then parted. I completely forgot the incident. One month later to the day, this man called at my apartment and simply handed me a certified check in my name for $2,500. Wow. After I got over the initial shock of seeing my name on a check for so much money, the story that unfolded seemed to me like a dream. It concerned a friend that I had not seen nor heard from in more than 25 years. Mm. This friend of my past, I now learned, had become extremely wealthy in those 25 years, and our mutual acquaintance, who had brought the check to me, had met him quite by accident during the trip to New York last month. Wow! During their conversation, they spoke of me, and for reasons I was not to know, for to this day I have not heard from him personally and have never attempted to contact him, Hmm. this old friend decided to share a portion of his great wealth with me. For the next two years, from the office of his attorney, I received monthly checks so generous in amount, they not only covered every necessary requirement of daily living, but left much over for all the lovely things of life, like a car, clothes, a spacious apartment, and best of all, no need to earn my daily bread. This past month, I received a letter and some legal papers to be signed, which provided the continuation of this monthly income for the rest of my natural life. Shut up. 
<laughs> now, is that a great manifestation story? Or that what? is insane. <laughs> and I love, I absolutely love that affirmation. I started using it last night before I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Isn't it wonderful? Something marvelous is happening to me now. And in fact, not only did I start using it last night, mm-hmm. I, I used it today when I took my walk. I've been using mm-hmm. it, interspersing it throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And here's the interesting thing so far that I can report. Now, I'm only one day into this, right? She did mm-hmm. it for two months before she got that result. In less than one day, I've had I've had a really kind of rough day in many ways. I've had some some stuff happen that you kind of look at the situation and say, what on earth did I do to attract that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I must have, and I can kind of point to some things that, uh, you know, kind of contributed to the vibrations, shall we say. Mm-hmm. But they were pretty rough. And yet I was using this inf- this affirmation as I was dealing with this stuff. And mm-hmm. when I did, each time I was dealing with stuff but saying the affirmation, I felt better. Hmm. To the point where stuff, and I was telling you about one of the things before we went on the show, you know, it, it was a situation that could be pretty frustrating. Yeah. And yet when I used this affirmation, the reason for the frustration was diminished. It didn't go away. Yeah. It didn't go away, but it was diminished. And I right. thought to myself, this is really tying in very well to the concept that we want to live in the now. Yes. Because that's what the affirmation is about, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, something marvelous is happening to me right now. Right. You know? And and just by saying that, just by feeling that to the best that I can, no matter how bad the situation is, the situation just feels better. Mm-hmm. And sure enough... I can't say everything has ironed out yet because the day hasn't played out. There are various scenarios that are still playing out. Mm -hmm. But you can kind of, I can just kind of see they're starting to work their way through. Right. Without, without my intervention. Mm -hmm. Which is exactly the way I want them to be anyway. I don't want to. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to do all the work. (laughs) Right, exactly. So I guess my conclusion is after one day, this stuff really works. All right. Well, I'm going to try it. I can't wait to see what happens after two days. I know, right? <laughs> or three days. Or, or 30 days. Or a year. Days. Yeah. Now, that's going to be the, the, the trick, of course, is sticking to it. Yeah, yeah. And I am glad that I have the experience of having done the mirror work as long as I did. I actually right. haven't done that consistently lately, but I did that for about a good good oh, four or five months, a break, and then another five or six months. So, I mean, there was some pretty good sustain going on there. Uh-huh. So I figure if I can do it with that, I can do it with this. It's, it's Definitely. This much easier. This is yeah. not nearly as difficult as mirror work is kind of, you know, confronting in your face. Mm. Right. Whereas yeah. this is, this is just, you know, isn't it wonderful? These such marvelous things are happening in my life right now. Yeah. I can live with that. That's easy. <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> so there, there's my, my first contribution to how do we change things around? How do we shift things around so that we start to notice what is manifesting in our lives because we have to be in a good feeling place in order to, to notice them. Mm-hmm. Yep, we that's to, true. We have to feel good about stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to notice that, that we shifted the hurricane if we're not feeling good about stuff. Right. Which is exactly what the media wants. They don't want us to feel good about anything. Nope. <laughs> nope. So we have to make a little extra effort. Yep. Um, what if an affirmation is the way to get there? I think it is. Or I at least a start. Yeah, <laughs> it is a good start. So. Yeah. So here's my first contribution. What, how about you? What do you think? What's what's a good way to kind of get ourselves into the mode 
of noticing whenever something happens. Because we do tend to forget. We tend to ignore, skip, and, and even if something does happen, we notice the thing we forgot that we put into motion three days ago with something we were focusing on. Um, I think you're doing a gratitude list every day. Because then you're taking stock of what happened throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, you know what? I did ask for a brand new car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think people would forget that one, but I well, no, <laughs> I was just using because that—that's what happened to my mom. So you know, she's like, "Yep, yeah, we manifested this." Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That—that's good. That—that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have to ask you: Do you keep a gratitude list? Uh, I try. I don't, I don't, I don't physically write it down. I do enough lists throughout the day, but, um, (laughs) but every once in a while I'll sit there and think like, or you know what? I do it when I wake up actually. And I'm like, Hmm, something's different. What's new today? What's, 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 uh, what's exciting about today. Mm -hmm. And so I do it that way. Mm -hmm. Okay. And usually it's like, Oh, cause I bought something, something yesterday or, you know, this, this Mm -hmm. is coming in from Amazon today or, you know, something like that. So Keeping track of the little things that happen. Yep. Because you're manifesting those too. Okay. So mm-hmm. essentially you're talking about keeping lists of things that you asked for. Um, not necessarily asked for, but I'm just saying take it, taking stock in the day and then realizing how grateful you should be. A, that you're alive. B, that the sun rose. You know, little things. <laughs> okay. You know? Just everything, not even just stuff that you asked for. But, but like, as you're doing that, you're going to start remembering, oh, I did ask for this. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the more mindful we are about yes, stuff mindfulness. that's happening, yep. the, the, the easier it's going to be to put the connections together. Exactly. Yep. So that makes some sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, what about the stuff that th- – this is where it gets really um, dicey, I think. What about the stuff that doesn't manifest in the way that we want it to manifest? And so we tend to dismiss that stuff more easily. Mm. Well, then I'd like to complain about it on Facebook and see other people's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> see if, let me tell my story and see if I'm missing something. Right, right. <laughs> Have other people point out the plain and obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so kidding. I don't do that. But I see. <laughs> We've run into people who do, so that's why I brought it up. But yeah, yes. yeah, that, that one was not hard to identify. With. <laughs> well, I was telling the listeners, like in case they think I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we know that that's not one of the methods they use, what, no. what would you do? How, how, how do you do? You, have you actually given any thought to how to track that kind of thing? Stuff that doesn't quite work out the way you had in mind, but it's really helpful to notice it because you realize, oh, um, I got to make an adjustment and I'm, I'm really close. I feel like timing is my, um, I'm not going to say issue, but like timing is my thing. Like I will realize that I had manifested this maybe years ago mm-hmm. and it's just, it's just coming to fruition now, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I did ask for it. I did It's just, you know, it, the timing wasn't right. So it didn't come to me. So in that case, you're addressing something that you were trying to manifest but didn't manifest, and you're trying to give yourself a way to kind of let yourself off the hook about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But what I, don't, asking, I don't put a time limit on things. So, like, if, if I ask for a candy bar and it doesn't show up for a week, I'm not going to, you know, beat myself up about it. I'm just going to say, okay, maybe next week. Or, you know, maybe for my mm-hmm. birthday I'll get a candy bar, you know? Mm-hmm. 
I think what I'm aiming at is situations where we manifest something different from what we're aiming at and we don't notice that we manifested something different. Oh, okay. So, for um, instance, I mean, like the, the classic and, and perhaps the most <clears throat> black and white ex- example would be something where um, we want X to show up, but we keep focusing on the lack of X, so the lack of X keeps showing up. Exactly, exactly. And that's harder um, to notice because that means, yeah. first of all, we have to notice it. Second of all, we have to acknowledge once we notice it that, we were focused the wrong way when we thought we were focused the right way. That's not easy to do. Yeah, the acknowledgement is the hard part. Yeah. Because you you don't, you don't want to believe this is your fault. You're like, nah, the universe is against me. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, blame the universe. It's so much easier, right? <laughs> That's how you get what you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but that manifestation of of what you didn't want is hard to notice. It's hard to, mm-hmm. to handle. So I think that's something we really need to develop a strategy for as well. I mean, I, I, I think it, it, if it's something where we are constantly asking for the same thing and we're constantly not getting it, mm-hmm. that's a pattern. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's a clue in there, right? Mm-hmm. Keeps not showing up, not showing up, not showing up, not showing up means that what we're putting out there doesn't match what we think that it matches. Exactly. I was having this conversation the other day with a, with a friend of mine. She was like, I keep getting these men who keep cheating on me. Why is this happening in, in your law of retraction point of view? I said, well, that's because, you know, when you first go on a date, you're always saying what you don't want. Like, let's start off with what you do want as opposed to, you know, t- mm. speaking in the negative. He's always like, well, I don't want someone who's got a wife on the side. I don't want someone who's doing this and doing that. And I'm like, okay, but that's, you're focusing on the negative though. It's an, an interesting thing how human beings have a very hard time saying what they want. Mm-hmm. Unless they're willing to say it in the form of what they don't want. They're, right. they're very good at that. Well, right. We are very good at that. I won't say them. It's us. We are it, all very, yeah. very good at that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a skill. <laughs> yeah, right. All skills, it takes years to develop. <laughs> but by the same token, it's also a skill we can unlearn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can relearn the more direct way. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that in the English language, yes. I mean, English has a lot of different ways to express things, mm-hmm. but, the, but the most common way that we will express something along the lines of, I walked today, we will say things like, I felt like taking a walk or I have been walking. We, we almost never say I walked today. Yeah. Why is that? Because that's too direct. Ooh. <laughs> that's my point. We have a tendency to be as indirect as possible. And wow. in doing so we get ourselves off onto the dark side, basically. Mm, mm-hmm. And we end up very quickly in the realm of, well, I didn't sit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I I wasn't lazy all day. Right, right. <laughs> like my nurse will ask me, did you exercise today? I was like, well, I did laundry, so that's two flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to go back down and put it in the dryer and come back up. And then, you know, so like, yeah, I exercised today. <laughs> I got my steps in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, I guess the good part there is that you phrased what happened in the affirmative. Yes. 
I, I call it rationalizing, but yes, I did. <laughs> well, there's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Can we use the pattern of rationalizing as a way to develop the tendency, the very desirable the tendency, to express things directly in the positive? Hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to adjust the lighting in my room because the sun is, like, out of control right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of jokes on that one, but I'm not going there. Well, you affected the weather, so it's all your fault. <laughs> Actually, I thought with, with your purple background and your purple hair, I thought you were, like, setting a new Halloween mood or something like that. I wouldn't Nah, sure. I haven't done no. Halloween in years. <laughs> no. I know it's a month early, too. <laughs> oh, well, when I did do Halloween, I definitely started ahead of time. Started early? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But getting back to the question, I mean, is the indirect route a way to get too direct? Mm, that's iffy. I mean, that could go either way, right? I yeah, mean, you, could, could. you could use that as an excuse or you could use it as, a, okay, let's go for it. You could do it either way. Yeah, that's true. So I guess we won't put that one in, in the top three uh list of, of, of recommended ways no. to get ourselves into you know, attracting what we really want. Right. All right. Well, I guess I should bring in um, uh, Abraham Hicks then. Abraham says, well, you want to pivot. You know, yeah. If you're, yep. if you're focusing on what you don't want, pivot over to what you do want. But then mm-hmm. that again goes right back to square one, which is most people not knowing what it is that they want. Mm, yeah. So maybe we, maybe that's where we have to start. Right. Maybe Figure out what you learn. want. We have to learn, well, not just figure out what we want, but we have to learn the skill of expressing what we want in the affirmative. Yes, definitely. And that can take some practice, but it's worth doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's an example that we can kind of act out to illustrate here? So um, name something that, that you want to attract that you haven't attracted into your life yet. Uh, I don't know. I've attracted everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I desire that hasn't come or is not on its way. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, well, <laughs> well, okay. Let's take that phrase. The way you said it is the way we would typically say things. There is nothing that I desire that has not. So let's turn that into a positive. Okay. So reframe that one. Huh. There's nothing that I desire. Hmm. I don't know how not to use not. <laughs> well, it was a double negative you used. There's nothing that I desire that is not on its way or that has not shown up. So okay, every, take out the double negative. Everything I desire, blah, 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 et cetera. <laughs> no cheating. <laughs> everything I desire, uh, I have manifested or is on its way. Good. Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so we've just illustrated what has to happen in order to change the way we tell our stories to ourselves and others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and you, your hesitation showed beautifully how we could, we kind of trip ourselves up because we're trying so hard. Yeah. And then I'm like, nah, I don't want to do it. Directly. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like we have a, what we have like a resistance that says, I don't dare actually say it because if I said it, then I'd be on the hook for it or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Right. A little bit. Yeah. The aversion to pivoting. Aversion, pivoting aversion. Hmm, we have a new term. Okay. Hashtag. Hashtag aversion <laughs> pivoting, pivoting. Aversion pivoting or pivoting aversion? Either way, it doesn't matter. I, I like pivoting aversion. As long as it's said in the affirmative, that's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so let's, uh, well, let's look at it with um, 
little things that we attract because it's mm. it's usually easier to um, express in the affirmative the little stuff because it's little. Mm-hmm. We have this right. this mentality that says it's easier to attract a button than it is to attract a castle, even though Abraham says no, that's not true. But nevertheless, no, yeah. it feels like it to us. So yeah, it does. So if I want to attract a button, I can simply say, well, I want to attract a button. I have attracted the button. I have the button. I like the feeling of having that. Those are fairly easy phrases to say. I mean, yep, the button, yep. I don't have a whole lot of attachment to that button. Right? <laughs> it's, it's not like, you know, if the button doesn't show up, my life is over. <laughs> right. Right. Like this is your last straw universe. I need that button. <laughs> I need that button now. <laughs> button alert. <laughs> well, you have been trying to attract an easy button for many, many a year now. <laughs> it's, I have an easier button. Yeah, you do have an easier button. My button's a lot easier than it used to yep. be. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's down from about 35 clicks to about 10. I mean, it's a major nice. improvement. Nice, yeah. So mm-hmm. definite improvement there. But, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not down to one-click solution. No. I will go off on a little tangent here, though, and I will okay. mention something that you and I have talked about offline a couple okay. times. There is a major, I guess I'll call it an entrepreneurial opportunity that spans many fields. Okay. And that opportunity is for anyone who wants to get involved in some manner in helping provide whatever, I'll call it an interface, whatever interface a company has, whatever customer-facing side a company has, taking that company-facing thing and making it easier for the customer to handle it. Mm Mm-hmm, yep. There's a huge, huge opportunity there. Definitely is. Because it gets so little attention. It does. It's crazy. And they don't realize how complicated they're making it. Or they, more precisely, they don't care. Mm, facts. There's just no, there's no sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. And yet, as consumers, we all know that, that when something is easy to do, I mean, speaking of the Staples Easy button, we yeah. like the idea of easy. Easy is great. Yeah, exactly. Well, that tells me, I don't care what kind of field you're talking about, mm-hmm. whether it be manufacturing or the internet or, or software or medicine or education. or mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, the list is endless. Right. All you have to do is get involved in whatever the field of your choice is in a way that helps make that forward-facing part of the, of the company or the venture easier to handle, and you will make money. Facts. Very, so get very on straightforward. It. <laughs> yeah. So anyone who's been trying to manifest more money and hasn't been able to get there, we just gave you a really good clue on how to get there. Yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's a screaming need for it. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of, like, somebody like Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. creator of the iPhone, creator of many Apple products. And he was able to see the most simple, straightforward needs before anybody else saw them. Yeah. I mean, before 2006 or so, nobody had ever heard of the idea of having a phone that also had a calculator and had a whole bunch of computer programs on it that right. you could carry around and basically interact with in every possible way, shape, manner, or form. Nobody had ever thought about that. There was certainly no need for it. No, but no. He saw it, but he saw the need for it. Yeah. We didn't know we needed it, well, <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine if you had been handed the kind of, of suggestion that we handed out here today. Exactly. If you'd been handed the idea of, you know, what will really work 
is if somebody comes up with a way to put all these things onto a single device that you can put in your pocket and carry with you, because the people are just going to buy that up like crazy. Yep. We're handing out ideas here, people. So, and you could take that idea one of two ways. You could say, well, that's crazy. Nobody's going to want that. Mm. Or, or you, you could say, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's give that mm-hmm. a shot. Yep. So anyone out there who wants to fall into the second category? <laughs> Consider the idea of improving interfaces for people. Yes, yes. And or smarter, you can do not it harder. In any field, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you can do it in any field. I don't care what. I don't. You don't have to be a programmer. You don't have to be a customer service person. Mm-hmm. You don't have. You don't have to do any one particular piece of that overall puzzle. You right. just have to have an idea of how to improve it, and then go in whatever door is available to you and try yep. to improve it. It's, yeah. it's really just that straightforward. Mm-hmm. Make friends with some IT people. They come now, in handy. <laughs> I, would, I would also recommend that before you do all that, you get yourself into a high-flying place. Mmm, facts. Maybe start with an affirmation that says something like, isn't it wonderful? It's marvelous how everything is just working out in my life. Right yes. Now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not what the affirmation said. i got to get the exact quote. No, I, it I, was, I believe he said, isn't it wonderful... Something marvelous is happening to me right now. That's it. That's the one. Yes. Something marvelous is happening to me right now. Longest hashtag we've ever had. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I felt it. I deemed it necessary. Hey, it's the, it's our my wife's and I 20th anniversary. It's the seventh yep. anniversary of the show. What better yep. time to have the longest hashtag ever? I mean, exactly. Life, right. So, yeah. So, yeah. I think I think this is really important stuff. Now we we've kind of listed an example of how to pivot and we have pointed out a way for people to really attract a whole bunch of money if they want to attract a whole bunch of money. Hold on. I got to pause you right there. Speaking of pivot, fun, fun thing to do. Go Uh on Google and put in Ross from friends. And once you've done that, hit the, hit the little, uh, couch. Okay. (laughs) Just do it. All the listeners just do it. Just do it. You'll okay. see, you'll see what happens. <laughs> it go, it goes with the whole pivoting theme. So you can just, <laughs> are you doing it right now? Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. I got to find out what this is all about. <laughs> so here's Ross from friends and I'm supposed to click on what? Well, there's, there should be a picture of a little couch up in the, up in the corner. I don't see a couch. What do you I say? see? I see a bunch of pictures of Ross. Mm, no, it should be. Did you type in, did you type in Ross from Friends? Yep. Or Ross Friends or Ross Geller or one of those? Let's try Ross Friends. I just got different pictures. <laughs> oh, there's a are couch. You, I see a couch. I was going to say, are you, are... Oh. Right. What the heck? <laughs> That's the story I was telling you. <laughs> I can't even tell what he's saying. What's he he's saying? He's saying pivot. Pivot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like That's the way just, the whole screen shifts to it, like twists into like, you know, 20 degrees to the right. It's pivoting. Cool. Yes. It's pivoting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think it's going to pivot anymore. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> the couch broke too. Yes. That's what happened in the episode. It's yeah. split in half. Yeah. 
Oh, well, you're frozen. All right. Let's see what we can do here. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, there now? you are. Yep, I got you. That was weird. <laughs> don't. This note to the universe: Don't try doing that when you're doing anything else on your computer. It's just no. like, freeze everything right up. <laughs> you I manifested mean, it, too many buttons. It, it it took over my computer just just by. <laughs> I mean, we broke the internet just by you know pivoting the little couch by pivoting. <laughs> Holy cow! Who knew it was that difficult? But <laughs> <laughs> oh. that was funny though. That was. Good. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else can we say about the? Uh, Gaining control of our ability to recognize what it is that we're attracting. Mm. I mean, besides not breaking the internet, because then we're attracting just you know, <laughs> more broken internet, which didn't work. Exactly, because then we start vibrating too low, because we're like, oh, why is this happening? Well, I don't know if it's vibrating too low or too high, because Linda and I, on Fridays, have had lots of trouble with internet connections. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, internet connections and microphones not working properly, and we're convinced it's because the energy gets so high that the I was just going to say that they mm -hmm. just can't keep up with it. Yeah, know? they can't handle the heat rocks in the kitchen. That's what's happening. <laughs> the heat rocks in the kitchen. I like that. Yep. yep. Okay. So, getting back to my question, what else can we say about uh, um, about noticing the stuff that we manifest that we really didn't intend to manifest, so that we can make changes about it? And um, even facing up to wanting to make those changes, because that's a hard part, too, sometimes. And yeah. What you don't want and having to face up to actually recognizing that you attracted that, that's mm -hmm. not always so easy. But it's also key. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how can we do it better? How, admitting what, what you have a problem is the first step. <laughs> ah, we're going to borrow from uh, AA. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our 12-step program. <laughs> Congratulations. The secret, the 12-step program. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody, somebody must have done that. Somebody probably, must have created a 12-step program out of it. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, too yeah. It, it's just too easy. <laughs> <laughs> if not, that's something we need to do. Like, we're not doing enough, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so the first step is acknowledging that you have the problem. Yep. Do we yep. follow the AA model closely, or do we just go off in our own direction? With I steps? only know that. I have never been involved in AA. I <laughs> That's I don't know the steps. I don't I know so one of them is, is apologizing or whatever. I just <laughs> I'm never gonna apologize to I've never had to apologize. I don't know. <laughs> At least not for an AA situation, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Well we'll we'll just invent our own twelve steps then. All right, sounds like a plan. You know, we got about seventeen minutes left. We can do twelve steps in seventeen minutes, I think. That's, yeah, if we can do a step a minute, that'd be fine. Sure. So first step was, was this one. It was um, acknowledge that you have a problem. Acknowledge you have a problem. Yep. Second step is learning to pivot. I think that's got to be step number two. Yep, that's definitely step you, number two. You have to, have to be willing to pivot to what it is that you prefer. Yep. And we've talked about that quite extensively during this show, but mm -hmm. um, until you are willing to even attempt to do that, you can't go on to step number three. Right. Right. So step number two should take you a little while. It doesn't even have to take a little while. It just has to be done. You have to face mm. up to it. That's, yeah, that's true for any of the steps. You have to face up to them and say, yes, I acknowledge. Yes, that's true. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree to that. Yeah. Yeah. So step number two is you got to be willing to pivot. Yep. Even if you don't know how yet. You don't have to know how to yet. You just have to be willing to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So step number two is I'm willing to pivot. Um, step number three, I think, has to be imagination. 
Ooh, good one. Right? Mm-hmm. Because with imagination, yeah, well, first of all, all things are possible. Yep, yep. And second of all, imagination is how we learn to pivot. We have to Facts. imagine what the alternative is in order to pivot to it. Yes, all the wonderful things that are happening to you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should say that at the end of every show. Isn't it wonderful? The no, whole the phrase? whole thing. The whole, whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, I'll make a little sign. I'll put it up on the wall. That way, I'll That's, there you go. There you go. It becomes part of the that way. We're mind. helping everybody remember. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, well, I don't have the uh, thing on the wall, so I'll just get the book open so I can okay. refer to it as we go. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Isn't it wonderful? Something marvelous is happening to me now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's see. Are you writing the steps down? I'm just writing 12 steps because. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a secretary. Wait a minute. Listen, I told you, I make a lot of lists throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just adding, you know, making the, the list of 12 steps to your list of lists. <laughs> the list of lists. <laughs> Absolutely. So 12 steps. So, so the first step is acknowledging that you have a problem. Okay. So, second step is, is being willing to pivot. Hold on. Acknowledge it. I'm writing the steps now. Okay. So we'll let you write the steps. A lot acknowledgement is a long word. Mm-hmm. Step two, pivot. For being willing to pivot anyway. Now I'm doing one word step, so it's easier. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that means number three is imagination. Yep. And when okay. I think of imagination, it goes hand in hand, but I think it has to be the fourth step, and that is feeling. Ooh. Because it's not enough to just imagine it. You have to imagine with feeling. You gotta feel and believe. Yeah. And by the way, that belief gets built by repeating the uh, the twelve step process to just yes. you, know, you just keep doing it over and over again, and you build the belief. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could actually make uh, believe the fifth one because imagination plus feeling creates belief. Hmm. So that that makes makes sense. That would be the next step in the progression. But that feeling step is really really critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, well, they're all critical. Well, that one's particularly critical because it's like she pointed out when she was telling her story mm-hmm. that that was the thing that made the imagining part work. Right. I mean, it's like what Neville said in another one of his books. He gave an example of climbing a ladder. You can imagine yourself climbing a ladder, looking afar at yourself climbing the ladder. Right. Or you can actually imagine yourself walking up to the ladder, grabbing the two sides of the ladder with your hands, putting your mm-hmm. foot on the first rung and climbing the rungs as you move your hands up the ladder. It's a different right. experience of imagining the ladder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the second one is the one that has feeling associated with it. Exactly. Because it isn't just emotional feeling. I mean, that's good too, but mm-hmm. it can also be physical feeling. Yes. Just physical. having that, that, that physical physicality helps make it more real. Right. I agree. And that's what we're aiming for with this whole mm. process. We're trying to make it real in our experience. So, okay. So what are the steps? We have five steps now. What do we have right now? Yeah, we have five steps. I think six should be uh, gratitude. Okay. Yeah. Because after the imagination, the feeling, and believing, you have to be grateful for what has come or we can't be grateful for what has. No, you can't. You can. You can be grateful for what's coming. I would only add, uh, I know you like it as one word, but I would make it gratitude or appreciation. Okay, then we'll do appreciation because that follows the feeling and belief. Okay, okay. Uh, 
appreciate as we as we millennials say. Sounds good. <laughs> so what are our six steps so far? Um, acknowledgement, pivoting, imagination, feeling, belief, and appreciation. Hmm. Those are some good steps there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is a a six step process. Okay. (laughs) I like it. Because I feel like a print or appreciation, like, where do you go from there? (laughs) Well, I can think of where we can go from there, actually. Uh huh. Uh, The uh, colloquial phrase would be wash, rinse, and repeat. Hmm. Well, that's just how this, the steps work. So I'm changing 12 to 6. So it's a six-step six process. Six-step process. Ladies and Four gentlemen, n- we, we just saved you half the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we won't give copyright issues from uh, AA. This is true. <laughs> Fortunately, a lot of co- programs call themselves step programs, so we don't have mm. too much of an issue there, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> AA, you got CODA, and you got... Alan and you yeah. got NA, yeah, you got a whole bunch. Alateen, yeah. all, all the, all the programs. Is, is there, is there an opioid all? Imagine N- there must be one. No, NA is Narcotics Anonymous. It just kind of covers it too. Yeah, though, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd always thought it should have it, considering how big of a thing it is right now. I, I thought it should um, have its own group. Yeah, and while we're at it, we should put vaping and, and cigarettes on there too. At this point, mm. <laughs> you know, vaping is canceled in Massachusetts. I think I've heard that, yes. Yeah, as of like yesterday, I think. Yeah, they banned it, yeah. Yep. Like all the, like literally the entire Hyannis, there's like, I gotta say, maybe 15 vape shops in just this town alone, and they're all shut down. And I actually learned one of the names of one of the manufacturers, which I didn't know before, but I just saw it in the news today. I guess one of them is called Jewel. Yep, Jewel. Mm -hmm. And the CEO of Jewel got fired. Ooh! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got laid off. Yeah, but the CEO of Newports is still working, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, if we're going to do Reynolds. one, we got to do all. <laughs> R.J. Reynolds is a tough one to crack. <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused that you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> R.J. Reynolds? Yes. <laughs> but you have to understand, my connection to R.J. Reynolds goes back to the years with cigarettes and tobacco. So to me, it's not a difficult reach. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah they... um. It's an interesting thing about purveyors of poisons. Mm. I lo- Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, a hashtag? Okay. Uh-huh. Purveyors. Yeah. I can't spell it, but, it, you know, what? my uh, spell check will do it. <laughs> but it's interesting to me that these purveyors of poisons out there, they continue to get away with poisoning people. Mm, mm-hmm. And I, I just find that to be fascinating, not so much from a legal perspective, although that used to really occupy my mind for you know, quite a bit of the time many mm-hmm. years ago, but yeah. more from an LOA perspective. I find it interesting from a marketing perspective, because now we have the anti-purveyor of poisons um, marketing strategies like uh, the truth.com and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I find that interesting. But why, but why do you find that interesting? Uh, just from growing up and seeing the evolution of it, like, you know, everybody used to smoke cigarettes and now it's, now they're actually making a point to say, hey, that's not as cool as you think it is and <laughs> it'll kill you. <laughs> well, they've been, I mean, not so much R.J. Reynolds, but a lot of people have been saying it'll kill you since like the 1960s. So that isn't really. The yeah. Part. But nobody took it serious till the 90s though. Well, I don't know. There was, there, I, if you look at the uh, statistical use of 
tobacco products from the sixties mm-hmm. to now, it was a fairly steady decline throughout all those years. It's just, okay. there were so many people who did use the products that, yeah. you know, a lot of people didn't. There's another example of not noticing the improvement. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, there, there were fewer and fewer people over the years who were using the products, but a lot of people didn't notice. They just kept screaming about, you know, all these people who are um, addicted or, or still using product or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or the customers know. died. Well, there was that too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, it's true. It's yeah. true. <laughs> Which is an interesting marketing campaign all by itself. Buy mm, yeah. a product so you'll die. So wait a minute, what happens to sustainable customer base? I don't quite understand that. Well, that's more the truth.com's angle. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but the, the whole thing about these purveyors of poisons, they mm-hmm. are putting out there, well, they, they don't put it out the way they used to. They put it out a little bit differently now because of all the advertising regulations and so forth. Right. But they still find ways of putting out their message that their product is in some way not necessarily good for you, but better for you than something else. Right. Which is how vaping became a thing. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be better than cigarettes. And I find that interesting for two reasons. First of all, because they're among the few who are actually marketing based on an, a, a positive statement, mm-hmm. which is kind of ironic. It's, it's and rare. <laughs> and that's the second part of it. The second mm-hmm. part is the people who market other stuff that could be put in the affirmative are the ones who not, are not putting it into the affirmative. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, the ironies are just, they, they just kind of reverberate endlessly. Facts, facts. <laughs> uh, um, but I wonder what would happen or what will happen. Maybe that's the better way of saying it. What's going yep. to happen as the whole thing starts to or not starts to, because it's been transitioning for quite some time, continues mm-hmm. its transition. Like, for yeah. instance, here in northern Connecticut, where we live, mm-hmm. there are a number of fields in the area that are owned by R.J. Reynolds. Okay. They used to be tobacco-raising fields. They don't grow tobacco anymore because mm-hmm. like, that's gone. Right. And what we've noticed they've been doing is they're putting up solar array fields. Oh. Which is a really interesting shift, because as far as yeah. we know, R.J. Reynolds hasn't sold the property. Oh. So this is R.J. Reynolds putting up solar array fields. Well, if one thing doesn't work, getting something else. <laughs> but how interesting. They're actually putting up something that's good for you. Yeah, I know. I mean, doesn't that, like, violate the company protocol or something? <laughs> Call him a punk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that, like the Wicked Witch of the West, they haven't melted with the water that was thrown on them. I mean, Wow. Like, <laughs> Savage. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying. I'm, I'm making light of it, but from an LOA yeah. perspective, that's talk about pivoting. That's a pretty serious shift. Yeah. That's a really, really big pivot that they're taking. That's a, there. That's a whole 180 right there. Is it possible that they're actually waking up to what they've been attracting all these years? Because, I mean, let's be honest, part of what they were attracting was huge amounts of wealth. That's hard to ignore. Mm. You know? But, but here well, they are. Based on the negative, though. You're, you're, well, yeah. You're making money off of people dying, though. Yeah. But nevertheless, it looks like somebody in that company who's in charge yeah. is waking up. Yeah. Somebody said something. Somebody finally raised their hand. So, what does all this lead up to? We're pointing to the fact that we tend to ignore manifestations when they happen. Here's one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many people have noticed that R.J. Reynolds is actually changing their stripes? 
changing their spots. I don't think anyone noticed. And that's the point. Mm -hmm. We need to pay more attention. There's a lot of good stuff going on. Mm -hmm. A lot of good stuff going on. If only we would pay attention. And one of the best ways to notice the great stuff going on is to say to ourselves every single day as we're going to sleep, as we're working through our day, whatever, to do the same phrase over and over again, saying, isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? (laughs) That's a great phrase. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it just wonderful? Something marvelous is happening to me now, continuously. Love it. (laughs) So with that thought in mind, we got about three minutes left. I want to make sure I get our promos in. Right. First and foremost, if you're not a subscriber, look what you get. It's a different show every single day, but every day we get really in-depth with this stuff. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. funny. Sometimes it's it's really intense. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it just gets silly. (laughs) I have different co-hosts every day, so it's different personalities. You don't want to miss any of it. So become a subscriber. Go to LOAToday.net and just follow the instructions at the top of the page. And just like that, you will be joining legions of other people <laughs> who are also subscribers of the podcast. And, you know, take a moment and go to us on YouTube. And when they go to YouTube, they can see us, Alex, which, yes. among other things, they can see your purple hair. Facts. This month. <laughs> we don't know what else. Well, that's another reason to subscribe because then they can find out what the color is going to be next month. Exactly. <laughs> How do they do it? Uh, you go to YouTube and search LOA Today podcast videos. And once you've done that, look for our smiling faces and go down below, hit the red subscribe button. Next to the subscribe button, you hit the little silver bell and click all so you will always be notified when we're live. Just that simple. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing I like. We have these little promos that we do and we do them almost every show. Yeah. We do the promos in the affirmative. We do. Isn't that a good thing? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're, we're actually Which is putting how out there we're manifest- we Yes, that's how we're manifesting more followers. And lo and behold, the numbers keep going up. How Facts. about that? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So, well, thank you for uh, my joining me on my little journey here about exploring things that we don't tend to notice. Yes. On a day-to-day basis. I think we need to do it more often. I agreed. Yep. So maybe as we're going forward, doing more of our episodes, because we do different topics every time. Let's keep this one yeah. in mind. Let's 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 ask ourselves every single time that we're doing a topic, maybe every single time we're interviewing a new person, a, a guest who's joining us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's ask ourselves, what manifestations are we overlooking here? Ooh, okay. Let's make that a thing. All right. And by the way, we will also, like you said, we're going to start adding a new line to the closing right? Yes, we definitely are. Yes. So here we go. Are you ready? Yep. (laughs) Isn't it wonderful? Something marvelous is happening to me now. And I want to include the word right in there. It doesn't say right. I was going to say we should include right now. I I think I like right just because it kind of emphasizes the word now. Okay. I'm putting right. Okay. So isn't it wonderful? Something marvelous is happening to me right Right now. now. In fact, we can even say us. Something is happening to us Us. right Right now. now. (laughs) I like it. Good stuff. I like this. So thank you very much for sharing as usual. I'm hoping Joel's going to be joining us really soon. Um, we're, we're still waiting for him to say that he's been able to shuffle the schedule around. But yep. you know, in the meantime, we'll just be patiently waiting him out while we do our little topics like this, this, this stuff. I mean, I mean, at the, the very least, you get to hang with me twice a week. So That's always good. That's yeah. Good. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to having him back. Cause agreed. Agreed. He brings I another mean, element. So, yeah. Well, plus he has some of the best stories. His stories are Neville-esque. 
know, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're Neville-ish. Yeah. You know, they, they, they have a, a Neville-lite quality to them. Neville-lite. <laughs> <laughs> agreed, agreed. So hopefully he'll be joining us maybe next week. We'll we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, whichever time he joins us, he'll be back when he's back. And the only way you'll know is if you are listening subscribe. in. So make sure you, you're subscribed and listening in. And mm-hmm. with that thought in mind, we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Mm-hmm.